Well, here we are, coming live from the Prewitton Club rooms. It's um, a post-centenary wrap-up. It's uh, it's Thursday, and uh, she's been a pretty dusty start to the to the week, lads. Um, Mitch and Unruh, it's uh, good to be here. It's great to be here, mate. And tell you what, she's she's been a rough all week. She's been a tough going after a great weekend. Uh, Mitch, how'd you pull up? Oh, you know, we started off on Thursday, and you know, it was just meant to be a quiet one, but a dinner and Thursday turned big. Friday was meant to be a quiet one before. Saturday's game, Friday turned big. Saturday was always going to be big. Sunday big. Too bigger. And uh, I believe that Monday, also big. Yeah, it was um, the gift that sort of just kept on giving down here. And um, there's a few a few real battlers, a few workhorses pushed all the way through. We'll talk about them a little bit later on. But um, um, I'll tell you what, it was probably real lucky that it was, uh, you know, a bit of a mixed up week with uh, Anzac Day, obviously, today. Mm. Um, lest we forget. But, you know, it's, um, I'm glad that work's been quiet because... Tell you what, I haven't done a whole lot. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. What have you been up to this week, Mitch? You've um, been doing a bit of work at the Whistle Ball. Um, yeah, indeed. School holidays still. Not school holidays, but uh, course holidays. So that's always good. Um, spent, what did I do? Monday night at the netball. Uh, How'd they go? Uh, the tactics got up, so that was good. That was not expected, but <laughs> greatly received. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, a bit of, bit of media works. Um, working at footy tomorrow night, so nice. hey, we'll try to get on that gram and get some more exclusives. So yeah, see if, stay tuned tomorrow evening. See if you can grab our superstar uh, Nani Punavai um, for a bit of post-match. Um, we'll talk about him at, at length this evening. Mm. Um, good to see him down here supporting Centenary Weekend, but um, it was a hell of a weekend as far as results go as well. Um, everything turned blue. Indeed it did. Everything was blue. The uh, Div 3's on Friday. Good football. We actually got down and commentated. Um, and, yeah, what, what a game. The uh, Canterbury University Vipers. And uh, no, there's some great running rugby, actually. For some guys you don't expect it from. And some great commentary down there at third half corner as well. Indeed. Indeed. And then, uh, yeah, moving into moving into Saturday. Um, yeah, you know, big day for the, the senior club, I think. That's probably the most excited I've felt for rugby and quite possibly all my years of playing, I it think. It was such a good vibe around here. Yep. Everyone was, everyone knew that we were building up to something massive and um, and that sort of translated into wins all, all across the board. Absolutely. Colts. Um, Colts, yeah, we had a good win against... Uh, we had uh, Methvin require, so got up 55-0. So Ooh, that thanks, was mate. Great start to our, our Saturday formalities. Standout um, players? Oh, Nick Forster, just, you know, speed. Speed, speed. out of the back. Um, Ford's just, oh, we probably had four or five tight heads, and that was just, oh, that was a great oh, watch. such good stuff. That was a everyone, great watch. Everyone drinks on top. Everyone drinks on top. Um, actually, your brother, Tane Nola, he put in a very good effort, probably one of the better games I've seen him play in is all that, our years playing together. So Is that speaking of tight heads? Uh, yeah, something like <laughs> that, something like that. But, um, no, it was good from the boys, and... You know, Grimmy presented us with our jerseys to start with, so mm. there's a bit of chat. It was going to be shag, but you know, Grimmy, <laughs> Grimmy I'll is. Say, shag, I'll say Grimmy so. would be better. Yeah, exactly. Than shag. Exactly. You know, all us all us boys are growing up with Grimmy around the club, so yeah. bloody good to get him in the sheds early and yeah, mm. turn get it on for the boys. Fizz around the fellas. Indeed. Um, twos. <clears throat> no, mate. Two's been great. Um, again, Grimmy handed out the uh, jerseys and the boys were fizzing. Uh, Tom Ballantyne. Took a wee bit to get him fizzing, but uh, once he started fizzing, he was there. Uh, no, the boys really went out with intentions, and we did it early. Uh, kicked off to an early lead, and then let Waihora get back into it later on, but come away with the win, 28-19, and 
Yeah, the boys were thrilled. We gave away 24 penalties in the second half. In the second half. In the second half. So, um, yeah, safe to say we're all pretty stoked and got back in the sheds ready to sing a song and have a few tubes and got a bit of an earful from the coaches, to be fair. <laughs> and, um, but that didn't stop the boys getting into their work how afterwards. Was, how was training Tuesday night after conceding that many penalties? Actually, it uh, wasn't too bad. We, we talked about it, we flushed it, uh, we played a few games, had a kicking comp. Good. Uh, which I come second in Ooh. to um, Sam Purden. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> um, but no, it was, it was good fun. It was good training. Uh, Joe Henderson can't kick. And he called for the kicking comp. And he missed the first one from out in front of the sticks. Oh, no. Good. So, um, no, it was good actually. And managed to catch the second half of the Div 1s. Talk us through it, Tim. Yeah, look, that was um, it was a massive game. We were Our, our boys were certainly... I think we came out and the, the occasion sort of got to us a little bit. It was a humongous crowd. Probably one of the biggest crowds I would have seen down here aside from um, finals day. One of the biggest crowds in country footy, mate. Yeah, it was such Absolutely. good stuff. Such good stuff, obviously. Well, apart from Friday night against uh, for the threes. But no, the boys the boys went out um, went out early. We dropped two pretty early tries to Lincoln. But, um, and they, yeah, full credit to them, they came out with the intention of ruining our party. But they didn't. Um, and we, yeah, sort of plugged away for a bit. Pulled a few tries back, we got out to a pretty handy lead, and then um, sort of Lincoln got the tails up a wee bit, scored a couple of late tries, but the boys really sort of closed it out, um, played some real good negative footy um, for the last 10 minutes, um, sort of just killed the game, and we ran out um, pretty handy victors, but again, there was a pretty hefty song in the shed afterwards, and a oh, one or two Fantas, I suppose. Yeah, a couple of, uh, there's only a couple of mud balls, I think. Yeah, there was only a couple of mud balls. We sort of saved most of the mud balls for another punter later on. Um, he's a battler. He ended up leaving something in the car park. <laughs> Poor old mud ball middlemas f- fell uh, on the wrong side of a few mud balls, but that was all right. So yeah, we moved out of the, moved out of the sheds. Um, had a couple of, had a qu- couple of quick relaxes. We were getting ready for for the evening, and um, sure, that was a doozy, wasn't it? Oh, it was one hell of a doozy. Um, I actually picked my ticket up on Thursday night, and bloody hell, I'm happy I did because it was one heck of an evening. Um, you know, everyone was in in the in the glam glam wear. Yeah, everyone was looking good. Um, everyone was looking good, and I actually sat for the dinner. I actually sat next to a little half at Brody Thomas. And you know, who was that pearl of, pearl of potatoes player of the day? Indeed. He was indeed. I'm not saying I'd, I'd do it, but God, he's good looking. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's he's a good looking young fella. He's a handy footballer. Real good looking on the field. Um, as it's, as we mentioned, he was a pearl of potatoes player of the day. But he also on debut two tries should have been a third if Wiggles wasn't uh, to um, didn't put, didn't push a poor kid over. But um, yeah, real handy stuff from Brody Thomas. Congratulations on your um, your, your peel of potatoes man of the match, on your debut and on your two tries. Um, great to see the fella getting involved in improving rugby again. Mm, indeed. Mm. Uh, just back to Wiggles. I, I'm pretty sure I came down here on uh, Sunday morning and he didn't look like he'd been home. Affirmative. No, he was still wearing his uh, his suit from Saturday. Um, nice. There was reports that a few people did sleep in cars here Saturday night, so Wiggles quite possibly could have been one of those. Uh, I think you think he uh, slept at Scotty Mason's. Oh. <clears throat> Unlucky for Scotty Mason. Didn't even know they were mates. Um, <laughs> and, no, I think he was staying, he ended up hanging out with Rocky, and Rocky was staying at Scotty's. Oh, so I see. Wiggles was sort of tagged along there, but yeah, still no clothes, come along on a Sunday, kids' day, in a suit, mm. well overdressed. <laughs> um, it looked like he had a good time. Yeah, that's the main thing. With a limp also. He, 
just the whole Sunday morning after lot going. I, I I rewatched the um, the footage of the game on Monday, Tuesday, and um, <laughs> don't know, at work. No, <laughs> maybe. And he looked like he died when he hurt his knee. I thought Wiggles was dead. He was oh, on no. the ground. He wasn't getting up. And then someone came on and put a bit of white tape on his leg and he played the rest of the game fine. So so what actually happened was I ran out there um, under the guise of being a medic, which I have got absolutely no idea what I'm doing. You did a first aid course, didn't you? Yeah, I did, actually. Um, so <laughs> Compulsory, of course. You didn't choose to go on there. <laughs> no, shit, no. God, it's a long day. <laughs> Full credit to St John and the boys. They, um, they put together a good course, a lot of good intel in there, but God damn, it's a long day. Maybe if we can make that... Oh, maybe like a half a day, that'd be good. Um, went out there, Wiggles was screaming in pain. It looked like it actually, um, knee had removed itself from his body. He was in that much pain. Um, thought he was never going to walk again, but yeah, a bit of magic water, a bit, uh, bit of the cold stuff on there, and he sort of got up and hobbled around a wee bit. And we've actually got the services of, um, of Geordie, who's one of the um, apprentices over at uh, Kev's clinic, um, Hornby Care Physio. Um, and, uh, and they're a really good place to go for any of your uh, physiotherapy needs in the Hornby or uh, Selwyn area. Kev, uh, Kev Hopkins has been a tremendous physiotherapist for a very long time. Also a very handy golfer. Uh, he's been involved in uh, Ellesmere sides, Canterbury country sides. Knows a hell of a lot about uh, rugby injuries, any of that sort of environment. He's certainly the one to go to. Uh, they've got a hand specialist down there at uh, Hornby Care. Um, you can find them at 64 Carmen Road, High High, uh, 03 344 That's Hornby Care Physio. Thanks for your services, Kev. And, um, and so Geordie came sprinting out there after I gave him a bit of a debrief on um, on uh, what had happened. Plenty of tape, plenty of plenty of brown tape, plenty of white tape. I tell you what, it just held Wiggles together and he uh, steered the ship for the rest of the game. You know, that, that white tape, it's called white gold and, mm. you know, it's expensive, but it did the job God, on Saturday. It sure paid for itself, didn't it? It did. It did indeed. Yeah, no, it's good stuff, that tape. It's um, it's pretty handy that we've got a, got a pretty deep tape budget. Um, there's a few guys on Friday afternoon in that Div 3 side that have uh, traditionally had their bodies held together by a bit of uh, by a bit of strapping tape as well. It was quite a good game, that uh, Div 3 football. It was good to see them um, out on the oval in front of a good crowd. And um, as I said, it was great to see the third half taking up residency down there in third half corner. Beautiful day for it, wasn't it? It was a great spot to be to watch some code yeah. in that corner. Sun yeah. shining. Absolutely stunning. It was great. It was um, there was there was a wee bit of a breeze, which we touched on a couple of times in that broadcast. Um, but yeah, we got some pretty good content there. We're probably going to drop feed a bit of that out through um, through the rest of the year. Drop a bit of that on the line, um, pretty much when we have gaps and don't really have anything to talk about. We'll just <laughs> There'll be um, a few highlight reels. Uh, Matty Roll, great run straight out the middle, around the fullback, scores under the sticks. Um, <clears throat> other standouts, Vi Punavai. Didn't play well, he just stood out on the wing, um, <laughs> flash boots and fast boots, and it's good to see the family down, uh, Nadine and all the kids, uh, Zaire and Nane obviously, Nane Punavai, making his debut for the Crusaders. Yeah, Friday. yeah, that was actually named um, yesterday afternoon, earlier today, he's, um, he's uh, taking, taking a spot on the point, congratulations Nane, uh, well deserved, he's been building up for that for a little while, mm. and it was, um, yeah, it was great that you uh, found a couple of moments to speak with the third half on um, Friday afternoon. Uh, roll that footage now. Just managed to uh, grab the number one fan, Nane Punavai. Your dad playing on the wing? Yeah, not sure about that, eh? Um, dusty, dusty call from the coach, put him on there. I think he should have been in the tight five, maybe. Well, that's where I'd put him looking at that jersey. Number 22, mate, it was tight. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the biggest jersey they had, too, so it's a bit embarrassing. Uh, he's got some fast boots on, but 
the feet don't move that quick. Yes, he's moving faster than his body does. He's, he's five steps ahead of his, himself, and um, that, that try that he almost scored, he would have got there if, if he had maybe some different boots on. If his legs moved as fast as his mouth, uh, he would score a lot of tries, that guy. Oh, shit, yeah. No doubt about it. What about yourself, mate? How's training been? How's uh, been in camp? No, it's good, eh? It's good. Loving it. Learning lots every day. Just growing, growing. Loving it, eh? Going to uh, don the red and black this year for the Saders, mate? Going to get out there for a game? Hopefully. Hopefully. Just waiting for that call, eh? So are we, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, mate. Always good to talk to Nani. Um, hell of a guy, hell of a bloke. Um, actually, also on Friday, the uh, Libby Thomas lead. Ellesmere under 16 Royals played out the back and gave an absolute hiding to a Metro in the Invitational team. It's a great game of code out there, and you know it was good to see some like junior uh, girls footy down at Prebleton. Actually, you know, obviously, women's games growing rapidly, it's not just in New Zealand but around the world, I guess. So good to see our Ellesmere subunion doing their bit and getting getting the girls out there, giving them some opportunities. You know, so yeah, no, it was great. It was great to see them, and um, and we've been told there. Pretty big fans of uh, of the third half. Um, we've actually been trying to sort of do what we can to try and get Libby Thomas uh, an interview yeah. with her, the captain. But it's a wee bit hard for three grown men to <laughs> spend some time in a room with a sort of under sixteen girl. So <laughs> stand by. We're sort of working on that. Um, we'll so go through Phil. I'm sure Phil. Yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of logistics. Maybe we need to get uh, supervised or something. I don't know. But um, stand by for that later in the year. Uh, no, good to see them go out there and have a have a pretty good win. So um, congratulations to those girls. Yeah, the under-16s, oh, yeah. so the under-16s were playing out the front at the same time. Debatably, the, the girls probably could have been out on the oval. We won't talk too much about the <laughs> oh, result yeah. of the under-16 game. That's but right, they got flogged. <laughs> I believe it was, uh, yeah, it was, I think they got 70 put on them, didn't they? I, I think the situation there is that a lot of those boys have come up from the under-14s, yeah. so they're a very young side playing against a very good um, Lincoln side that were... I think they were defending champs as well. Yeah, and that, that Lincoln side, they've got some class players, you know, Finn Graham. Kid needs a haircut. Kid needs a haircut, 100%. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Yep. Kid needs a haircut. But in spec, well, Prevedon don't do themselves any justice coming to haircuts. Uh, that Prevedon first five was a disgrace. Show <laughs> pony. Um, all the gear, no are, idea. Are you talking about the first five for the twos? No, the first five for the 16s. <laughs> I played on 16s on uh, Friday. So oh, yeah, right. Was me. Yeah. Um, Nark- is that why the top was so tight? Yeah. Nakanola, take a look in the mirror, mate. You're <laughs> <laughs> a disgrace. I um, actually remember so playing similar sort of situation, playing 14 and a halves out at West Melbourne, and we'd, uh, we'd just sort of moved up from that under-13s grade, and Joseph Taipati, now a Parramatta Eels player, mm-hmm. um, him and Maka, who's now playing for the twos, I believe, um, they ran us over. I think we got flogged. I think we got a century put on, on us by those two individuals alone out of West Melbourne. So yeah, you get heads, a, heads up, fellas. He'll be you, sweet. You get a bit of that, and then on the other side of the coin, you get the under eleven uh, prevalent side from I think it was two thousand and three or two thousand two, scoring a thousand points and only having five points up against them. Um, you know, running out pretty heavy victors. I think uh, Michael Gardner, the um, Manawatu representative, was in that team. Oh. Was he a man or two? Oh. And played New Zealand schoolboys. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I thought. I forgot halfway through the weekend, and he came up and uh, reminded me about his New Zealand schoolboys days. He was actually, he was actually, he actually dropped that on um, on Friday night. I heard him from two tables over actually when um, Brendan Laney was sort of introducing himself. Uh, he sort of explained how he played a little bit for Otago, but for the Highlanders and played for played for Scotland. Um, and you hear from a very disgruntled individual over the other side of the table. Yeah. 
It's not New Zealand secondary schools, is it? <laughs> um, I heard he actually wanted to get up and talk. While the speeches were on, he thought he should get a yarn and tell some stories about his days um, playing some professional rugby. Um, well, uh, speaking of yarns, you know, um, we, we did have a jolly good yarn on Saturday night and that's where our old mate Michael, he probably could have got up and taken that mic over taken, to the delight of the rest of the, uh, the marquee. Taking the lead on that one, yeah. So um, Brendan Laney did, did all his talking on Friday night. He went down and commentated down in... Um, down in Dunedin for the Gordon Hunter Memorial Trophy between the Highlanders and the Blues. But um, in his place we had Craig Cumming, who's obviously a black cap, not a known footballer. Um, I actually personally thought that it was actually a pretty good yarn. There was some, there was some good oh, content dude. in there. Mm. Um, I, quite, I quite enjoyed it. There was a little bit of good content in about an hour of yarning. Um, certainly didn't hold any interest from a lot of the females. So, so you'd be perfect on the third half then? <laughs> yeah, 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 get him in. <laughs> Absolutely. Get him involved. Um, yeah, a lot of the girls thought he was just crap from start to finish, just because they obviously don't have any interest in um, in round ball stick game. But they, um, yeah, he did talk for a long time, and it was uh, interrupted about two thirds of the way through by a little uh, impromptu <laughs> entertainment. That was could not come at a better time. I'm sitting at one end of the marquee, and at the other end of the marquee, because uh, obviously the marquee was running uh, the sideline pretty much of the the oval, and the lights were on the oval. And I'm sitting at one end of the marquee and I can hear laughter down the other end growing louder and closer. And when I look out the window, I see two pale white bodies, stark naked, do a street <laughs> down the back. And it could not have come at a better time. I don't know who we did it. No one said who did it. Uh, lips have been pretty tight on that, but whoever it was, you're a champion, Liam. Um, I understand uh, while I got a lot of plaudits from the fellas for doing that during that streak it was at the detriment of his marriage for a short period he was actually divorced um, Catherine didn't want to know about it she didn't have a bar of it um, hated it she was leaving at one stage mm. uh, taking the kid uh, <laughs> sending Liam home um, but I think she got a bit of a swift talking to her from a few of the girls got put in her place and um, smoothed things over there was a yeah, there was a bit of chat on Sunday even about um, streaking you know through the girls' game and uh, I think that would have been straw that broke the camel's back for poor old Catherine Ryan. <laughs> well, it was it was actually put to the fellas anyone who streaked through the women's game on Sunday got free piss for the day. Yeah, real Mark Ellis types and sit up there yeah. uh, offering something to the, the punters. Um, it was it was cold though. I think everyone you know looked at the conditions and looked at the, the effect it could have on... It was cold and there was yeah. a lot of kids there. My parents were there. Um, so I think it ruled out for... Well, certainly for me. I don't know, a lot of other people would have cared that my parents were there. But My, my parents were there and I'm trying to make me do it. So. <laughs> it was your old man. Yeah, uh, was. That, put up, that put up the bounty. Um, speaking of bounties and speaking of free piss, uh, we'll go to Anna Rinola here for a bit of a third-half exclusive. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Um, something that actually New Zealand schoolboys Michael Garner brought to my attention when he was playing semi-professionally in England. Um, he said they had a thing over there in his club where the Colts, the Div 2s, the Div 3s and the Div 1s all went on the same sad day. It's super sad day and everyone gets a free point. So I thought this is a great yarn, this is a great idea, I want to take this to the club. Waiting for the Div 1s to hold on for the victory they did on sad day, I managed to get Jeremy Noller on, on real high, floated it to him, and he just gave it two thumbs up and said, on Thursday, everyone gets a free beer. And what a beer it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. that's, oh. that's today. Thanks, uh, thanks to the third half for bringing that to uh, Jeremy Nola's um, attention. 
And uh, probably not the first, probably not the last beer that the third half is going to put on for the fellas. It'll be the third half, Super Sad Days. Yeah, I know, and it's going to be great. The boys are going to love it and uh, really appreciate what the third half are doing for them. Yeah, yeah. Third half has mm-hmm. uh, um, only been doing good things on the alcohol front. Um, actually introduced a few of the boys on um, Saturday to the mud ball. Um, we talked about it at length last week and we followed through with a few mud balls. Um, we were operating um, a clandestine operation in the car park to a few people that were on their way into the, um, into the marquee for the dinner and um, a few of the boys really got around um, the mud balls. Not really a few of the boys, just one of the boys. Just, really. yeah, just one of the boys who's um, aptly named himself, or he's been uh, given the title of mud ball middle miss. Absolutely, and uh, you know we didn't have a loyalty uh, loyalty system, but certainly after after the weekend, we do. And he uh, well and truly took to those those benefits. Well and truly, the loyalty system. He did his ten mud balls oh. from Saturday at like maybe half five mm. through the night, and then the next day another. It's a lot of dairy. It's a lot of mud ball, but to be fair to him, a lot of it hasn't actually stayed into his body. He mm. um, expelled a lot of it on the fr- on Saturday night. And then went ahead and went, I think it didn't even touch the sides. It went straight in no. and straight back out the front again on yeah. um, on Sunday. Feel free to um, check out the third half Instagram. That's at the third half one. Uh, we'll have a highlight up of uh, that that uh, those mud balls being expelled out yeah. of mud ball middle. We'll have a mud ball, mud ball highlight. People drinking mud balls. Yes. Uh, mud ball mud ball minimus. Maybe we'll do that on Mondays. We'll call it mud ball Monday. Nice. Good call that one. Yeah. Good call. Nice. Thanks, nice. Cool. Nice. Um, But yeah, no, I'm actually still in the hole. <laughs> on the mud balls. <laughs> so uh, if you guys want to buy a mud ball with no ball, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, what a share. We run out, of, we run out of ball. There's still plenty of mud left. So if anyone wants to um, pick up a pick up some mud for a discounted price of eight dollars um, per mud, then uh, um, come see me. Probably won't be in the car park. I might be sort of living out of someone's garage by then if I keep funding <laughs> this mud ball setup because uh, a lot more outgoings and incomings on uh, on uh, over the weekend on the mud ball fund. Something else, actually, I haven't even spoken to you guys about this. It's not even on the agenda. Um, <clears throat> got talking last night to one of the organisers of Ladies' Night coming up, and they've actually asked about auctioning off the fellas this time. And they want us to put a few fellas forward. I actually hear they want the third half MC of the event. And we've actually put together, uh, producer Jordan and myself, a wee list of fellas to auction off. We won't read them out, we'll talk to them all tonight at training. Yeah. Um, that's a good list. Basically, what's going to happen is we're going to MC the event. So, for you ladies that are listening, which looking at our stats isn't a lot, um, no. all the fellas tell the girls we've got ladies' night coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, the 11th, I think that said day is. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's ladies' night. Is it 11th of May? 11th of May. Yep. Bring some money and buy some fellas. Uh, don't know what their boundaries are yet, but um, I'm sure we'll make some up along the way. Yeah, there's a few of the guys on the on the short list for. Um, for being bought, obviously you're not actually buying the person. Um, physic- we're not sort of running a human trafficking ring here. It's sort of just just their services for the for the evening, and there's absolutely no uh, no guarantee of anything sexual the sexual nature because again, we're not sort of pimping people out. Um, we'll leave that up to at the discretion of the, the purchaser and the purchasee. Um, just quickly though, Mitch, how's uh, Tinder travelling treating you at the moment? Um, you know, after a big weekend, uh, it took a hit. Um, yeah, but you know, you get in a certain state after weekends. Like you get in and you just forget about it in a way. You just, you know, you're around the boys. And yeah, I thought you, you really... would have gone the opposite way. Well, around the boys, but then once you know, once that three o'clock hits, it's swipe, 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 swipe. You know, but you still want to be around the boys, and you're still thinking about the boys. I... And sometimes you just forget about 
Tinder. Back back no? back in my um, glory days, probably younger days, definitely. Um, I used to have this position where I just get way too pissed, um, completely way way too gas to operate any sort of um, any sort of game, and just every time end up going home um, either pissing the bed or spewing everywhere. And that was uh, that was how I went for a very decent period of my um, my glory days. Nice. Can you tell the yarn actually, Tim, about the cook? And when you got real hammered there, and the boys um, ambushed you coming out of the toilets. Oh yeah, no, that was at the bowler. Oh, so the yeah, so uh, we throw back there for Dunedin times. Um, we I was in Cumberland College, uh, one of the halls of residence there, and just to, sort of just across the, on the angle across the intersection um, was a pub called the Bowler, and it was a dirty old establishment. It was a real a real good. I, I loved it, and um, they used to do karaoke on a Monday night, so there's a Monday night gas up. Um, as as much as you probably know, being a student at the moment, you sort of Indeed. every day's a Saturday, isn't it? Indeed. Um, and so your Monday night would been down for a few karaoke's, and they also did uh, a thing where if you buy three shots of chartreuse, you get the fourth free. So you get four four shots of petrol for the price of three. That's terrible. It's, yeah, it was terrible. And um, the, the fellas kind of got around this. It might have been one of the first times we'd learnt about this. Uh, this I don't know if you call it a special, but this deal. And um, I, I, I think later on in the night, I probably I probably smoked some Queen. I uh, had, you know, got around some "Don't stop me now" kind of thing, and the fellas decided they would stop me. And on the way out of the on the way out of the bathrooms, they actually wrangled me, uh, stripped me nude, and um, and left me in the pub by myself about sort of 10 or 11 o'clock on on the Monday night. And uh, and I had had the fairly long long journey back across the intersection back to the hall, completely nude. Um, I think it might have actually been exam time or something as well, so we weren't supposed to be drinking. But um, post lecture on the Tuesday. I sort of stopped by, stopped by the pisser, and um, actually asked the guy, who was the same guy that was working on the Monday night, if he still had my shirt there. So that was a real humbling moment. <laughs> really put me back in my place when you go to the pub to ask for your shirt from the previous night, and you walk in and he just laughs at you. <laughs> That's hell of a yarn, man. Yeah. Love it. Love that um, So yeah, it's one one of many pubs in Dunedin that have unfortunately um, fallen by the wayside. Uh, doing a lot of binge drinking, um, still doing all the, still still doing a lot of drinking anyway. Mm. Um, binge drinking, mate. <clears throat> Those old boys from the rugby club were here on Tuesday drinking. Yeah, I was talking to mother uh, Mike Miles on Tuesday at training, and he thought it was Monday. Um, <laughs> it's, it's still been pissing up. His his centenary celebration was that big that he actually lost a whole day. <laughs> he lost 24 hours to the session, and when you're doing that at what what would it be mid 50s? Um, maybe even maybe even more than that. Sixty, I think. Sixty, maybe. Oof. Yeah. Sorry, you, you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we'll get confirmation on that. Um, he you're doing he really well. Spotify is fine. He won't yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he won't be listening. You think? Oh, I'm pretty sure he thinks he's uttered under his breath that this yarn that these boys are doing is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. He laughs at us, um, but we're the ones laughing at the end of the day. Yep. Because we're going to be famous. And to be fair, I I actually feel a wee bit the same. I lost a day today. Um, Charlotte was saying to me she wants to get through a few more of the Avengers movies before we go see Endgame tomorrow, which I'm absolutely uh, excited about. And I said, it's fine. We can watch them all on Thursday. Um, not realising that today's Thursday. And if you could keep it down in the background, that'd be great. Um, Thanks, mate. But I actually thought today was Wednesday for some reason. And yeah. I'm losing days. As we said, it's been a bit of a, bit of a mucked up week. Um, we'll all sort of... Probably do, probably do well for a bit of normality next week. Um, 
probably productivity at the old coalface would, would do well for a bit yep. of normality as well. Yeah, indeed. But yeah, no, there were some um, there were some big punters. Obviously, um, we'll take this opportunity just to, just to give a, a, a massive thanks, a massive bit of appreciation to a lot of those guys that put in some really big shifts, um, some real big hours. You're talking your your Mike Mileses, your Tony Grimwoods. Um, Mudball Middlemas, uh, I think uh, Woody Lawton and Christine Elena Daly. Um, there's a lot of a lot of that sort of organisation along that um, centenary committee. Obviously, their um, their leading hand, um, Bushy, did a magnificent job, and I've heard nothing but great reports out of the extended club for um, for the weekend. So well done, um, put in a really good do, and uh, certainly one one to be proud of. Yeah, and I just bloody hope they they enjoyed themselves as well. You know, like all good and well putting on a bloody good weekend for everyone else but yeah. as long as they enjoyed it too eh? well, that's, that's the big thing it was one hell of a weekend oh, the, mate, co- the, comment on, uh, the comment on Monday down here was uh, how easy is club day going to be oh yeah we've just organised a four day piss up how easy is one day <laughs> piss up going to be yeah actually hang on hey Ange Ange can you just keep it down a little bit thanks mate thanks mate thanks mate nice you know, you know that's good thanks thanks for your purchase Dave. the club appreciates it Thanks, mate. And we're as, back. As, as Brendan Laney would say, someone shut those women up. <laughs> yeah, I think he got pretty full of piss by a bit later on, on, the night on, on, Tuesday, on Thursday, on Friday. Did you reckon he was drinking three to everyone else's one? Yeah, um, Nathan Clark was sitting at our table and he had half a, half, half a stubby and realised uh, Booth didn't have one. So he shot away, grabbed a single spade and bought a bag and said, here you go, Booth. Brendan got up to speak um, about five minutes later, and his W was finished, and Nathan had done about another quarter. So <laughs> he was just pouring them out as fast as they would come. I think. Likes a soak hole. He was, and um, unsure. He said he was going to give um, the Premier Rugby a shout out in his commentary of the Hollanders game, but I didn't watch it. So. I, didn't, I wasn't watching. So I'm just saying he did. So thanks for that shout yeah. out, uh, Buff. Cheers, yeah. Buff. Thanks for your services thanks, on. We'll get, yeah, get you on the show sometime. Yeah, thanks for your services on Friday night, Buff, and also thanks to the services of the auctioneer um, on Friday. We had the uh, centenary jerseys, one of which you'll see up above the up above the bar, the number twenty-two. Um, but it was good to see them all auctioned off. We made a pocket load of cash for the club, um, and some pretty big purchases. Some guys parted ways with some good money on um, Friday mm-hmm. night. Absolutely. Alistair Bush bought uh, the number eight. Well, $2,550 on number eight jersey, which is um, great to see. I think someone was saying when Wahora had their centenary and they auctioned off the jerseys, the top one went for just over $1,000. All right. Um, which I would have liked to have been at that because I didn't have $2,000 to spend <laughs> and I was really going for one too. Yeah. And uh, went home empty handed. Great looking jerseys. Like, yeah, real cool something jerseys. Something you really wanted to get your hands on. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, pretty good, pretty good cash. Um, a couple of the, couple of the senior boys, Greg Mitchell, bought the um, four jumper, cost him uh, the five jumper. Sorry, it cost him eleven hundred. I believe his missus actually bought the jersey. Yeah, well, at one stage they were actually pitting against each other, <laughs> so I think there might be a breakdown in comms there. Um, but yeah, Casey, yeah, well, it was. You're right, Casey actually bought the jersey. Um, but also Ferg, um, he spent. In the end, eight hundred, I think, on the fifteen jumper. Eight twenty-five. He he had it pretty much sewn up for about five hundred or something like that, and then um and then <laughs> and then the clubs 
club's main man, uh, Tony Grimwood, throw his hand up in the air, <laughs> which is actually just slightly above everyone else's head height because he's only a wee sawn off. Um, $800! <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so um, poor old Richard Ferguson uh, ended up spending about $300 more and his wife, Whitney, was spitting tax. She was snotty. She was going to try and hunt him out. Um, she was also mostly disappointed that she couldn't put it on the credit card and claim the ear points. <laughs> um, um, I'm, I'm actually real glad the club didn't run a credit card situation on the weekend because mm. uh, that would not have been flash no. yep yeah I've been in the same boat the um, the weekend did burn a hole in my pocket uh, which was which was fine you know your you, um, budget for these sorts of massive occasions you don't want to you know let a small detail like funds get in the way of it but yeah now nah, the uh, credit card setup would have ruined me as well yeah so uh, Friday was yeah one one hell of a gig but let's, let's move to Saturday night the band uh, what were our favourite what were our favourite songs? Couldn't tell you. I don't remember. <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of chat about me being on the dance floor with my tie around my head. Uh, if anyone could can confirm. Can confirm. There we go. Um, I don't remember this. Um, one or two rogue Snapchat stories seem to uh, seem to have suggested that I was pretty sloppy by that stage. Joe Wilkinson actually ruined my Saturday night. Um, on Sunday, I woke up, wasn't feeling real bad. Thought, oh, it's all good. I had a good night. I was pretty hammered, but. I don't didn't think I did anything stupid. Watched Joe's Snapchat and we're singing the team song. Everyone's in, everyone's having a great time. And I'm at the back of the dance floor with my top off in my hand, <laughs> above my head, belting out the team song. So thanks, Joe. But no, it was a great night, actually. Uh, Wiggles, highlight of the night. Highlight of the night, yeah. Getting up there the... and singing a bit of Eminem. <laughs> yeah. George Wiggly. Shady. Yeah, Slim Shady to his boys. That was quite fun. I think we had about 18 versions of Wagon Wheel from the band as well. It's usually a pretty good... Uh, I think they finished Wagon Wheel and they were just doing the outro and Tim Hastings started yelling, play Wagon Wheel. <laughs> yeah, again, um, this is news to me. It was uh, it was a out-of-body experience for me. I sort of felt like I was hovering above the marquee, watching myself. Um, very disappointed in myself. Um, I think the mistake came from first drink of the night... I bought that bottle of wine, Ooh, yeah, you which did. we shared, um, and that's just that's never a good idea early on. Yeah, look, uh, rosé um, does things to people, uh, and it sort of got the better of me early on. And once I start on that downhill slide, it's uh, pretty hard to pull myself back from that. Um, oh, it's very hard to pull yourself back. Um, yeah. A couple of the older fellas, actually, I've got a video on my phone. A couple of the older fellas stumbling their way home. By God, it's hilarious. You know, they'd been on the wines all night. They really enjoyed themselves and uh, stumbled all the way home. Yeah, that was pretty good footage. Hopefully, we can get that onto um, onto the third half one on Instagram. Um, might have to just get some permission from the two fellas beforehand. I think so. We probably yeah. would have to. Yeah. Um, probably confirm. But yeah, no, it was it was a great night. It was a great do. Um, I sort of woke up feeling with a pretty heavy head. Um, dragged myself back down to the club, got through one or two tubes on um, on Sunday, and that was uh, plenty for me. I actually, um, yeah, felt like I was going to get two for one beers at one stage. I actually um, <clears throat> got the SOS call to go and pick up uh, Angus and Miss McKellar from uh, out to Murgatroyds <laughs> and got myself out of bed and a couple of slaps on the hair face and jumped in the car, went and picked them up and dropped them back. and <clears throat> I was lying on the bed just minding my own business and Jordan Cadden walked in with a penguin around his head <laughs> and uh, he had a spades in his hand and he just, while I was lying there, just just lay this, just uh, tip the spades into my mouth and I think it took about three mouthfuls and I was juiced and I said, just topping up, let's go again, uh, we ended up back at the club, bought a round of beers, next thing you know we're at a table about 10 or 11 of us 
Um, I had half a cruiser left and thought I need to go take a leak, so I shot away and came back, and I had my half a cruiser and two more, and no one else had any. So um, the boys were getting through them <laughs> real quick. So obviously I, I caught up naturally. Naturally. Uh, I think there was some streaking again on Sunday night. Oh. Um, I actually remember being in my gumboots doing a streak <laughs> of the field, and one of the girls' uh, rugby players coming out um, to tackle me. Right. And um, I just skipped out of that tackle because... She wasn't bringing me down. <laughs> um, yeah, it was what, a big night. What time did you knock off on Sunday night? Oh, I think I got home just after 12. Um, yeah, she was another big night. Hey, you know what they say, words of uh, the great George Wigley and one that actually came through um, to the third half one uh, at hotmail.com after our discussions in, the, in episode one, that you can't actually get hung over if you're still drunk. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was, that was the ethos of a few of those um, boys on on Sunday and obviously from Mike Miles just pushing that through till Tuesday. Good stuff, good stuff. And then uh, I guess the women's game on Sunday as well, we better elaborate on that one. And uh, Blue Bullets also. Um, great to see women's rugby back at, back at Prebleton, you know? Back on the oval. Um, it, was a, it was a pretty good game. You talk about it courtesy of, um, obviously your wife Charlotte had a, had a run around Rue. Yeah, no she did and she, she really enjoyed it out on the wing. Um, didn't, didn't go looking for work, so. Didn't have, didn't have a big big day on the field. Um, but they thoroughly enjoyed it. Is that, um, is that sort of direct from your trainings? Don't go looking for work? Yeah, basically I said to her, look, the best way to get through 80 minutes is stay away from the ball. Try and, try and do what your husband does and don't and touch you, the football. When you catch it, pass it yeah. or kick it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she, she really enjoyed herself. Um, all the girls did, I think. No one complained. Um, they came through with one injury from last Thursday's training when Dave Campbell's uh, wife got rucked in the face. <laughs> um, That's heavy stuff. Which I actually felt real bad when someone said that one of the girls had got rucked in the face and blah, blah, blah. Until I found out it was Dave Campbell's wife and you knew Dave Campbell just tell her to, you're all right, carry on. So. He would have been disappointed in her for making a thing of it. Exactly. I don't know. She wouldn't have made a thing of it. Yeah. Um, no, and I think they're actually talking. The girls want to play another game. They're... Um, they, they want to go again. They're talking nice. a club club day type setup. Good. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's great. It's great for rugby. It's great for the Absolutely. girls. Um, they can actually see what we go through on a regular basis now, oh, and it, uh, feel our pain. It was yeah. It was great to see a few of those. Um, obviously, a few of those wags um, sort of have spent quite a bit of time on the other side of the rope. They got their opportunity to have a wee run, and um, we had a conversation with Charlotte after the game, and she said, "Yeah, it was good to, you know, good to get involved." Good to see, like you say, what what the fellas go through. Did she actually say anything in that interview? Uh, she did a shoey. She yeah. did do a shoey. Yeah. Was that just before I interviewed the Uber driver, Kashan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty short interview. <laughs> you didn't um, talk English, so. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that sort of uh, language barrier made it pretty one-dimensional. That. Mm. But yeah, no, hell of a weekend. I'm pretty glad it only happened once a year, uh, once a hundred years, because I don't think I could go through that um, a hell of a lot. No. Um, but yeah, no, definitely one for the ages, one for the books. Um, yeah, it was hell of a weekend, but um, looking forward now. What's on this weekend? Two's got the uh, got the bye, well, actually we've got a week off footy, so um, no training tonight for the twos, and the boys oh. are stoked. I'll be down here, though, um, not running around, I'll be at the bar. Mm. What about you boys? Holding out the bar, yeah, the, the ones are going out to, um, the ones going out to West Mountain were, um, Competing out there for one of our annuals, it's the it's the Golden Mile Trophy, which I've actually got here in my in my hand. Um, 
I'm just looking at the results. We've held it for the last three years. In 2015, West Melton, um, they won it. That was on my debut. Oh, yeah? Never forget it. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah, my old man said it was the first thing he ever did as the club president was give away. It was the first game of the year, and we lost on the backfield. And, yeah, Jeremy said he gave out three ties, me, Greg, and Jordan. And he said the first thing he ever did as the president was give away the right. Golden Mile Trophy. What were we doing playing on the backfield? Because uh, it was early and they'd made finals on the cricket oh, pitch on the oval, so yeah. they didn't quite have that set up yet. Yeah. Probably the last time the cricket team made finals as well. <laughs> Probably the last time we compete for the Golden Mile Trophy out on the backfield. Um, yeah, a couple of games, two weeks, two years before that, sorry, 14 and 13. Um, we actually won it as well, 2013. We won 16-15. And then West Melbourne had it for a couple of weeks. This has been competed for since 1991 um, by the looks of it. Um, yeah, hell of a trophy. The boys are going to be up for that. Obviously, uh, it's going to be hard to, you know, back up. You know, it's living there, still presently in the hangover from Centenary Week. It was the focus for a long time. That game against Lincoln, so it's going to be good to see if the boys can um, bounce back. Absolutely. And um, Colts are heading out to Ashley on Saturday, so that'll be a good, good uh, North Canterbury clash out there. How's Ashley Um Look, according to the table, they're um, they're sitting in fourth. Are you guys on top of the table? Uh, we are, but I think because of the weekend's game. Game in hand. We are, we, yeah, we're one game ahead of everyone else. But no, we're, we're tracking all right. We're Take looking, it. Looking forward to a good training tonight. I think we're having a bit of a run against the ones to finish off. So Oh, nice. That's the, good stuff. The boys will get get up for that. We yeah. could. The um, weak link in the Div 1 back line is Tim Murgatroyd. So nice. if you're on that back line, I'll just shoot up and put a hit on him. Okay. Just we, can, we can work with it. Yeah, work, with that. work through that sort of work through that sort of middle channel. What's his name again? Uh, Tim Murgatroyd. Murgatrovsky, uh, I think. <laughs> Tim Murgatrovsky. Oh, yeah, he's Russian. You might want to miss him. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Div Threes have actually got final uh, Friday night footy again um, out here at Prebordon against BDI, um, seven o'clock tomorrow night. Um, and I'm just trying to dig through the Ellesmere website to try and see who the under-18s have got. The under-18s are away to Dunsandle, Irwell, Plains United. Ooh, it's a mouthful. That's nice. at, at West Melton, 1.30 on um, on Saturday, so that'll be the warm-up um, game to the to the Div 1. So, um, good luck to you, everyone. Obviously, also those younger grades. Um, have, we got a, have we got an intel on who the... Yeah, I believe the... I think the junior grades kick off their comp this weekend, actually. Nice. So, um, 16s, they're up against West Melton, also out at Westie, so... Um, that'll be a good one. Forty, forty and a halves. Uh, they're playing Mid Canterbury down in Methven. Thirteens uh, have got Waihora on Field One at twelve o'clock. That'll be an absolute cracker. Can anyone tell us how the war, who the Warriors are playing? I'm just trying to dig that one out now. Yeah. I can't see that on the Ellesmere Rugby website, so that's potentially an oversight from um, from Ellesmere. Sort it out, Shady. Yeah, please. Um, Eleven whites, Kiwi. Eleven blues, Waihora. Tens uh, have got Dunsandle, Irwell. 10 blue Rolleston, field 4, 10 50. Um, under 10s have got Lincoln, and then, yeah, the Wee Fellas. There's that many teams. That's uh, pretty good. A lot of young teams. It's good to see them all getting around uh, around some premier rugby. Are the Canterbury University Vipers Div 3 team in the Ellesmere Comp? No, nah, what happened was they actually got the call only a couple of weeks ago to come out. They got asked to come out and play. They're on the table. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Maddie Dixon and the, uh, and the Vipers. Good long-time friend of the show, Maddie Dixon. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, Maddie Dixon. Shout-out to Maddie Dixon. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, oh, I didn't realise that. I, I, I thought they yeah. sort of just got asked to come and get involved. And I think if we uh, have a bit of a recap of the um, two-three commentary from Third Half Corner from Friday last week, 
I think Matty also, I think he said that on the in the mm. on the air on the line saying that they um, just got a sort of an invitation game. Indeed. So, um, but you yeah, know, either way, it's good to see them involved. And obviously, like we sort of talked about earlier, for um, with Nani that the Crusaders Friday night in Christchurch against the Lions. Um, sort of finals from the last couple of years, bit of a um, replay of those games. I'm pretty uh, pretty confident the Crusaders are going to get up. Um, I should see today um, potentially one for you fantasy pundits out there uh, that Malcolm Marks is actually being rested. He's gone back to South Africa. Oh, that doesn't worry me. I haven't got him anymore. That's good. Oh, did you get rid of him? <coughs> yeah, I brought, sold him and got Cody Taylor. Oh, nice. nice. Mm, good boy. Good investment. Yeah. Very good investment. Um, um, no, yeah, the fantasy Roman mate, uh, shout out to Josh Burton Dotty, second highest point scorer in the world yesterday. Wow. Oh, nice, this nice last weekend good. on uh, Rogue Magazine Fantasy Rugby. Real impressive stuff because it was a week that obviously the Crusaders, um, Bulls, and the Jaguars. Um, is that you say it? Uh, is that Jaguars or Jaguars? I think it's jag- Jaguars. Jaguars? Ja- Jaguars. Jaguars had the buy. Yeah, look, if anyone's cheaters. got any, if he, <laughs> the cheaters. If anyone's got any intel on um, how to pronounce that team from um, from Argentina, if you could just send them through um, with a dial, you know dialect of uh, how to how to pronounce that through to the third half one at hotmail.com, it'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, looking forward to all those emails from our uh, South American viewers. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good to, good to get in touch with them. Hopefully, I'll turn the notifications off because they'll come through sort of throughout the night. Indeed. Um, Is it Juan or Juan? Juan. One. It's one. Yeah, the third half. Third half. Third half Juan. Third half Juan. Juan. <laughs> That's how they say it down there third in half, South America. Third half Un. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so thanks for, thanks for your lessons uh, from, from, South, from South America. Um, yeah, Crusaders. Uh, back to the Crusaders. We're, we're talking about, no, we're talking about fantasy football. Um, I'm still top of the table. Uh, Stings and Soldiers um, held through. I thought we were going to take a hiding this week. Um, but fortunately, Daly's Dobro's also... Um, you know, <laughs> drop the football as well. Um, so I think I've extended the lead at the top of the table. Dottie pushed himself into third, pushing me to fourth, which he's eight points ahead of me, which isn't fine in the big scheme of things. It's nothing, yeah. Uh, we'll get him back. We'll get him back. Um, again, the sort of there's a couple of the Reds, the Blues, and I think the Waratahs possibly have the bye this week as well. So your Samu Karevis, your your um, your Milani Nani Punavais at the back there. Um, <laughs> just keep an eye on them because you won't be getting any points from them this weekend. Um, what else, have boys? Got on this weekend, Mitch? You got uh, Tinder dates? Oh, I hope so. Always looking. Always looking. Always um, looking. So yeah, no. I think I think we're going to go to town on Saturday night just to end off the holidays. So. Yes, you are. Um, Terrace Tavern, Fedities, Oxford Terrace. We'll be there. Get get around. Uh, get around uh, Mitch Redman at any of those. Um, at any of those hot spots in yes, town, if you're, if you're in town, he'll be um, telling everyone that'll listen, and a lot of people that won't listen that mm. he is part of the third half. Indeed, thanks, mate. So, um, so get around there. I've got a um, got an engagement party oh. up in Amberley. You? Not me. Oh. Not me. You certainly know about it. Um, if that's the case, I'm actually married married to the podcast life now, so um, probably won't have an engagement party on that front. Um, Rue, what do you got on, mate? Uh, just a bit of footy. Obviously, going to go see Avengers Endgame tomorrow. Can't wait. Nice. Um, oh, I'm not playing footy. I'll head out to West Mountain and watch the boys play. Maybe run a bit of water. Might duck. Um, nice, that'd be good. And then Saturday night, probably a bit of a quiet night, maybe. And on Sunday, head down and watch, down to Ashburn and watch uh, the girls and their, their horse riding. 
But um, nice. tell you nice. what, throw a bit of money on Nani Punapai to score a try tomorrow night. Yes. And uh, please. Let's see a good Prewood and Boy dot down for the Sages, eh? That'll be good. That'll be Prewood and Boy first one since Joe Maddock, I think, to wear red and black. Um, bringing our sort of representative stocks up. So, yeah, once again, congratulations, Nani Punavai. Congratulations to the Prewood and Rugby Club for getting another representative. Um, it's always it's always good stuff seeing Penguins. Obviously, Greg Pleasant's Tate. We had him sort of running, wearing the Prewood and Colours last year uh, as he was sort of trying to break himself into that Crusaders setup, but he's, uh, I see um, he won't be on there because he's, um, he's a, on the bench. I thought he could still back bench. Does, does, does it say any other player? Oh, yes, he names yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, it's... Is that guy from um, the Lions named Shithole? That guy there. Oh, <laughs> Sithole. Sit oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was just flicking through. Sithole is Simbisol. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, that's pretty much pretty much a wrap for us. Um, late on a Thursday, I think the boys are just ready to go out and do a bit of training. So, um, yep. as always, a pleasure. Thanks very much for listening um, to the third half. It's always good to see those, uh, you know, getting somewhere above 10 listeners. So, it's all good stuff. Absolutely. All right, and we'll, uh, we'll be back here, same place, next week. Yeah, don't say the same time, no. No. Because <laughs> we don't we know don't, we'll get those around. We're not, uh, we're not constricted to time. time yeah. Strengths, are we? Yeah. We're a bit like Mother Miles when we lose days and yeah, don't any, know what's going any, on. Any time slot of work, we'll just sort of try and fit in where we can. Once again, thanks, thanks mate. mate. <laughs>